Welcome to Primary Attribute. We're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the game master slash GM, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name is Adam. I play as Vons. Uh, Vons is our furry little fox folk alchemist friend. Uh, he and I both use he him pronouns, and um, Vons has had a long couple of days. He's feeling better though. I'm Erin. I play Erisine. Uh I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she, her pronouns. Um, Erisine's gotta go uh, do a bunch of stuff off screen for about half of this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be real fun. I am Kelly. Uh, I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. Um, I'm going to be spending the next few weeks, uh, studiously avoiding Erisine and, um, at the, uh, learning how to do my job at the, uh, in the tunnels and, um, spending my spare time at the university learning a new spell and, and checking out this wand. Sweet. And uh, I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. And we both use he, him pronouns. And uh, Grix uh, took a nap, and uh, Wit took a little bit of a nap, too. And, uh, yeah, uh, now learning magic and going back to work. Wait, you're learning magic? Well, no. Uh, Grix is. Aww. Uh. Close-up magic. <laughs> no. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not yeah. doing that. If Grix wanted to learn some fucking coin tricks or whatever. Now I'm terrified. I don't know what close-up magic is. Yeah, no, corn tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would actually be incredibly charming if Grix learned that. <laughs> I agree. It would be car- charming if Grix learned that. Wait, if you ever want to practice need- close-up magic on someone. I'm very gullible and also enjoy magic tricks, so oh, thanks. come on down. I do not want to be married to that kind of uh, person, so... This. You don't you don't want to be married to a weirdy beardy magiciany boy? No. Sounds fun. Nope. <laughs> this is going to be the midlife crisis deep dark secret that it has is coin tricks. Ah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I Listen. feel like Wit could have guessed this about me though. Oh, I knew this about you. Listen, you've got several choices: magician, clown. There's more. I don't know. We'll come to them. Can I get a mime? Can I get a mime? <laughs> oh, yeah, mime. I would I be very mime. happy to. I would <laughs> I be mime. very happy. I mean, you could be like Doug Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd mime. How is a mime less upsetting? I was going to say he's pretty quiet as oh, it is. Because mime is a mime is an amazing mime is an amazing art form. I guess as long as you don't do the face paint. Yeah, you don't have to. No, that's fine. Like. I- no, but like truly, I would be very much happier being married to a mime than almost any other thing. <laughs> sure, <laughs> there you go. With. In the circus skills, in the circus and or uh, you know, outsider performing art skills. Gotcha, gotcha. Category. Okay, well, hold on. Draft. Yeah, with the lion huh? tamer, with the juggler, with the tightrope walker. You'd rather mime. So away from circus tricks and weird things you do in the park. On the internet, you should rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. It makes you cool. It makes us feel validated. It lets people find us. And again, validation. That's really the most important part. It's about us, personally. Also, find us on social media. Yeah. And if it helps, we're like miles away from monetizing this, so... (laughs) Oh yeah, social media. 
Yeah, you should do that Social too. media, rat us, rat us at letters at primaryattribute.com. Yeah, send us a rat. If you get on our Twitter, I might see it from my own account. But yeah, all right. Uh, Aaron, would you like to do the recap of last week? By which I mean, in our case, yesterday. <laughs> Aerosene made everyone hug. Grix left a note for purity. Fawns went home. Wealthy told River where we were and then got her a coffee. Um, Aerosene asked S.H.I.E.L.D. a bunch of questions that they were unwilling to, unwilling or unable to answer. Um, Aerosene got the gems appraised and gave out the money to as many people as she could find. Vons determined he needed an accountant. Grixon Wealthy went to the library after work. Uh... Then there was date night at the dumpster, in which we met Bob, the non-binary satyr bartender, who is incredibly distracting and sexual. Um, incidentally, it's just how I talk, said Bob. <laughs> um, then there was also Cedric, the dwarf waiter, uh, who was played by, by Wit. Oh, and Bob had been played by Wealthy. Very, very nicely. <laughs> By Wealthy specifically. Um, she was wearing stilts. was a whole costume. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> By Kelly. By Kelly. <laughs> sorry. And it was just kind of a, you know, a relatively chill date night uh, between Ericene and Photios. And then uh, Vons and Green featuring Vons sort of like, uh, you know, anxiety vomiting all over uh, Green verbally, verbally anxiety vomiting all over green um <laughs> damn I, I missed that opportunity for a contract and uh, oh well <laughs> <laughs> a little bit it's fine and you guys say i say gross stuff <laughs> and then green walked vons home and vons accidentally let her see where he lives and that was that was a mistake possibly or possibly not hard to say like, for you know we don't know we don't know that much about green yeah it's true or you know you don't know very much about green we've all been paying attention have you shut up <laughs> be nice <laughs> <laughs> um anyway that's pretty much it i don't think i missed anything nope, really nope, that huge did you say you sold the gems Okay. I did. I said I sold the gems. Cool. Yep. That that was everything. And I I still have all of the money because I I wanted to see people to give it out. Yeah. You know. All right. Um. That is also the kind of thing that you can leave with the staff at your house. Although no one knows where you live, so that's not a great solution. No, it's not. Um. And the nipper won't handle that much money. The the nipper wouldn't take a package of that value to deliver. No. No, they wouldn't. No. Um, well, that'll make it even more interesting what happens for the next week and a half, oh God, won't yes. it? I'm so excited. Uh, again, reminder for the listener that we recorded Aerosene's Adventures for about the first half of this montage uh, separately because it involved a relatively detailed side mission. So shit's about to get funky in terms of lining up timelines. It's going to be great. Uh -huh. So speaking of montage, because I'm not sure how much we've explained this on air, at least explicitly... 
the characters are going to level. Hooray, leveling! As part of leveling, by book, they need to train a number of weeks equivalent to their new level before they actually level up. Sadly, we are not doing a Rocky montage quite, but we're going to cover the next four weeks as a montage because several people have things they need to wait weeks on for, and we're like 45 plus episodes in and we've covered just over a week. <coughs> so uh, <laughs> it'd be good to, good to let people do some stuff that takes more time. That's not true. Between the first like two episodes, I think we're closer to... Eight to ten days. No, no, there was like fully a week there between. Fully, there was not, I checked. Is there not? No, uh, Grix's adventures in having hobbies and stuff took place over like two days. No, no, I no, meant but- between the Warren's job and between when we uh, had the expl- when we did the explosion. It wasn't that long, I think. I mean, at the very least, it was a week because the last date night was Fantasy Wednesday. That was Fantasy Thursday. Oh, crap. We're getting into the time paradox again. <laughs> Shit. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. It hasn't been that long for as many episodes. Time doesn't regardless. mean anything on a mountain that's turning and spinning and floating. You guys realize that the mountain's staying at roughly the same latitude and that the sun does not care what direction you're facing, right? Nope. 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 That's not how time works, Ian. We're traveling at semi-relativistic speeds. Yeah, that's why every time the guardian so, uh... comes outside, they die. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> the city has no energy shield or other excuse for not killing everyone in semi-relativistic speeds. The the light in this space comes from the same windows every day. Known as no windows. In your den, yeah. at least. <laughs> and also, not really anywhere in your neighborhood. You have a few very weak lights that are prismed through, but yeah. Most of it's artificial lighting. But yeah, so... Montaging. We technically did the first day already, because that was like Wednesday. It was date night. It was great. People did research. People uh-huh. saw gems. People rested up. So welcome to what is technically day two. We will now cover the rest of the first week. First week-ish. What does everyone want to do? Vons. What up? How are you spending your time? Well, Vons... I was thinking about this, too. Uh, so Vons definitely wants to get his concoction rig all set up. He's going to spend some time researching and probably foraging for elements and getting his uh, business back on track. I mean, it's I guess it's not really off track, but he hasn't been out selling potions the last couple days. I'm going to say, if you hadn't made money on your little trip, you'd be, you'd be having a rough time of it. Taking a yeah. week off from your independent business usually sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's going to uh, go back out and recontact his his standard contacts using his standard collection of aliases. Um. Yeah, Mortimer, the the fox folk. <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's gonna go put on his Mortimer fox coat. Alchemist, of which there are so many, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to think he's under under a perfect disguise. Uh, get back on his um, crate or whatever he finds in the alley. Okay, start. So you're not doing his. you're not doing your day to day business the first week. Yeah, uh, getting yep, getting his uh, himself um, set up again, and uh, I think he's going to 
continue paying attention to what the local uh what what do we what term do we want to use syndicate mafias uh <laughs> organized groups of ne'er-do-wells binders full of crime yeah he's going to be and i don't know that we've even established uh what specifically the laws look like there i assume that the uh there's a that the underground narcotics industry and um all of that i i assume that they're not entirely above board although we don't know what the specifics of that are um i imagine trafficking isn't a real problem when it's all in a big confined rock yeah it's uh several of these things aren't technically legal but unless you're really fucking up it's generally treated tacitly by the department of investigations as Yep, that's a thing that was going to happen when everyone's stuck in the same place. And unless you are hurting or killing people in the process of making stuff, they care, but not that much. <laughs> and the harder the mm-hmm. drug, the more they care. Um, you know, selling ecstasy outside the club is not going to be a huge problem. Right. If ecstasy starts what killing does... people, then it's a problem. <laughs> sure. Um, what does the local constabulary look like? Uh, what kind of, uh, pol- uh law enforcement does exists in this space? Yeah. So, um, law enforcement is split into three groups. The org chart, how I've missed you. <laughs> I need to find it again. Dun, dun. <laughs> Just want to make sure I get the names right. I stumble over them about half the time. There it is. So it's law and order and other order? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, so there's okay. three groups. So there's the Department of Investigations is actually its own thing. Often its own corner. Um, they're often brought in by the other groups. Or by other departments, rather than... And they like they do their own stuff, too, but their alerts come from other things, rather than... Yeah, they, they investigate in figure out what's going on with the crimes rather than doing the whole end-to-end process. And then besides that, you have the Guardians, who are the people who are outside and defending the city during the storms. They don't do a lot of law enforcement, but they technically can. It's usually enacting penalties and such on people who are being idiots during said storms. Like, if you try to go outside during a lockdown, if you don't get killed, you will get arrested. That kind of thing. Mm. Generally, people are smarter than that, but it happens. Um, You have the Peaceminders, who are the people that you are dealing with the most on a day-to-day basis. Um, They are the keeping peace kind of cops it's mostly um everything from like giving people directions walking people home who don't feel safe breaking up bar fights kind of all the like low level it's nice to have someone in the community to turn to officially for this stuff stuff so they're beat Um, cops more or less but yeah yeah or the uh, the analogy i mentally use a little bit although 
I don't know enough to be fully confident is um, Japanese policing looks more like this. Like they're a public resource in a way that at least American cops generally are not in their day to day. Hot okay, takes over so here. to serve and protect <laughs> only to actually serve and protect. Yes, and more on the surf side, generally speaking. They you know, they are armed and armored and know what they're doing, but for the real gnarly stuff, they bring in our last group of guards, which is just um, known as protection. They're the fantasy equivalent of SWAT. Like these are the really hardcore people that if you are say, busting up a criminal organization who has a lot of weapons and does not want to figure this shit out in a peaceful manner, they're who you send in. Um, unlike the Guardians, they're particularly well trained for operating within the confines of the city itself and kind of have tactics turned more that direction. And they're also... The Peaceminders do this somewhat too, but during lockdowns, they're the people watching the uh, the potential incursion spots where the corruption can technically get in. Everything is as locked down as it can be, but like you need air vents and stuff, and so it's never 100% sealed. Um, and things very rarely go in that way, but if they do, they take care of it as best they can. So yeah, you're mostly dealing with the peaceminders. Um, okay. In your day-to-day, so, and they are who you have bribed to not to look the other way about your little uh, living situation, too. Okay, so they're they are actively defending my living situation, uh, even though they don't know exactly where I'm living, or do they know exactly where I, I'm living? I, you mentioned offhand in a previous episode that you've pretty much bribed anyone who's figured out where your entrances are. Right. Green is not the only one, um, but it didn't take very big bribes. People kind of know what's up, and I think some people you didn't even have to bribe, but there are some peaceminders who know what's going on with you. Like they caught you entering or exiting or, you know, we're looking for something else and found, I think you have two exits, like found your emergency escape exit, (laughs) stuff like that. I like that Bonds' den is up to fire code. (laughs) Right, right. Well, knowing Vons, he's probably um, more paranoid about this than he needs to be. Um, He probably thinks, he, he, he always thinks he's being clever and thinks he's like outsmarted everybody right um yeah (laughs) so there's probably a lot more people than just green and a few guards who knows where he lives but he's convinced otherwise and there are the people who've probably like mentally noted where he lives instead of going that's weird and moving on with their day clive also knows where you live but you trust clive we've established that uh yeah, okay. Um, so Vons is also looking at, uh, like we mentioned before, he was talking about an accountant. He's looking at growing his business, and mm-hmm. he's dealing oh, right. with more money and more adventuring and more connections than he's had before, which has him in a weird emotional place because he feels like he really doesn't know what he's doing. So this accountant is going to be hopefully beneficial to his uh, mental health. Yeah, and you're also going from operational security for yourself to now I have to trust people and that screws things up. Yeah. Uh, frankly, he might be con- he might be considering getting security of some kind. Um, More he doesn't than just really a- want to move out of his den because he doesn't know what place you could live in. Like I I can only assume that 
fire codes and whatever in the Warrens or any other dwelling within this, within arcs. Um, I don't imagine most of it allows for a lot of like home brewing. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get a live workspace. <laughs> I mean, it's all stone. You just need ventilation. Yeah. Right. Like, it would have you, to be set up for you ventilation. You have to ask for that. a place that can handle this, but there's a decent number of alchemists in this city. And you don't necessarily have to have a full on storefront. You would just need to talk to the city and they'd find a space that could accommodate that. Whether you could afford it or not is a second story, but you, whenever Erisene is able to pay out, you have a fuck ton of money compared to the average populace. So. Right, which Vons doesn't want anybody to know about, but. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm saying that you could, uh, you could probably pay your rent for a while. Not too much issue, even if it was expensive, relatively speaking. So it feels to me like Vons is in a bit of a transitional phase. Okay. But so for the first week, you're mostly selling stuff. You're, it sounds like you're keeping an eye out for like guards and all like that, trying to get a better feel for what things are like in your neighborhood yeah. kind of now that you're back in it again. Yeah, trying to make friends, trying to uh, build a good mm-hmm. reputation, because, I mean, when you're selling okay. medications, yeah. it's it's all reputation. You're trying to work your way up from weird dude on the street corner. Here, trust me, drink this. <laughs> right. Like, a lot of people know you and trust you somewhat, but you're trying to kind of have a full... I am respectable and not creepy. Yeah, yeah. No, this is that safe snake oil. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's a lot of stuff to do on your first week, but it's totally doable. Um, oh, yeah. this, this we're, We just got granular about the day-to-day. Yeah. Mind you, he's also skipping showers, so it's <laughs> he's got time. He showers? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he just runs through wet branches. That's close enough. Which is a trick in the city, but... Anyway, so, oh, you have to go on the surface. Yeah, that's right. Hikes all the way across the mountain to go to near where uh, Wealthy's parents live and run through the forest and then run back. <laughs> or I bet that there's a furnatorium or something. For like, because they don't need much light. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I keep picturing the uh, yeah. the arbor uh, in Bioshock. Um, but so, so you go to like an arboretum kind of space and there are gardens and things. They're just expensive to maintain, so there's not that many of them. Um, okay, cool. So I'm going to have you do a few checks for all this. Okay. Uh, first off, make an intelligence check for kind of continuing to fine-tune all your concoction gear and going and gathering your ingredients, stuff like that. These are just like the, the day-to-day ingredients for... Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, this is an intelligence check, so I'm adding... F- Four you're adding, to a you're adding your level 14. three. Um, oh, adding three. Yeah. Well, your level is three, and then your int is what? My int uh, it prime stat gives me a plus one. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're adding four. Sorry. Um, just just so, to be double yeah. clear, you all level up at the end of this montage, not at the start. That's yeah. That's fine. No, I haven't. I haven't gotten ahead of myself. I don't think. Yeah, you're good. But uh, that puts me at an eighteen on a prime stat. Okay. Um, yeah, so you are able to find all the ingredients you could want. You know, you kind of replenish your back stock. I imagine some of your molds and stuff were getting a little sketchy, even for molds. Um, <laughs> all of that. Uh, they gather everything up. I'm going to say you properly 
finish boiling down to a shelf-stable variant all of your various uh, monster parts that you've gotten over the past week. You've already made your rust monster stuff into essentially oxidization potions. Um, yeah. But your, uh, your cephalopods, your weird tongue things, you, you got all that now in a stable thing. So that was that. Uh, make a wisdom check to keep track of... Make a wisdom check and an intelligence check to keep track of your local guards, criminals, and populace more generally. Well, at least it's not a charisma check. Yeah, roll for paranoia. Oh, okay. Well, I just rolled a four. I imagine that's my wisdom, so we add three to that. Um, Puts me at seven for the wisdom check, and... I just rolled a 7, so that puts me at 11 on the intelligence check. Okay, cool. Um, And based on that, make a second wisdom check for me. Second wisdom check. Ooh, that's a 3 on the die, so 6. Okay, cool. All right. I've been shopping for new dice. (laughs) (laughs) But based on all that, um, you're having trouble getting an idea of the people around you and the guards and stuff beyond what you already knew. And Vons seems to have a lot of trouble keeping track of people. So I imagine this level of concentration on the world around him is actually kind of new. Mm-hmm. And it's you're, you're still learning, so you don't get anything really out of that. Um, and then the last thing is making a charisma check for establishing your reputation. The people of the neighborhood okay. are at least working on it. Oh, okay, I get a minus one to this roll. So it's a five plus two is seven. So, uh, Vons, but just failing a check by 11 for establishing your <laughs> reputation uh, look like? <laughs> what does this interaction look like? Um, oh. Is this, this is probably someone like coming up to your booth? Uh, okay, so you're telling me that somebody's come up to my booth and, I'm, and I am uh, floundering in this yes. interaction. Hey, uh... Hey, wait. Mm. Congratulations, you are a customer at Vons's booth. Go forth. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I'm looking for something for my head. Uh, what, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with your head? Your head looks great. Oh. Oh, thank you. Oh, it it just feels all all stuffy. Oh. Okay. So you need something to clear the stuff out of your head? Yeah. Did you try a stick? A stick? Yeah. What What do I do? A thin one that can kind of get in there a little bit. <laughs> no? Is that a thing? So I, I've, I've got this new product, okay? It's, I, I've, I've, it, it's, a, it's a medical grade twig with, with uh, some fur wrapped around the end right there. And a li- like a little bit of glue, right? And then you take, you take this... And you just kind of put it, you put it in your ears and you kind of swish it around a little bit. <laughs> and you'd be surprised what comes out with these things. Is this your fur? This fur looks <laughs> gritty. Oh, it's organic fur. These are all organic oh. materials. Uh, do you have anything I can like take? Like a, like a pill? A pill? <laughs> Narrator, you do. 
And that's how we, uh, that's how Vaughn's lost reputation, just killed a, <laughs> killed, straight up killed a client with laughter. <laughs> but so Vaughn's, uh, do, do you provide a, uh, actual medicinal drug of some sort? Uh, yeah, Vaughn's would, uh, direct him to, yeah, so, yeah, what, so I, I've got this, I've got this jar right here, this jar. Oh. It's, uh, don't, it's unmarked, right. I know, but don't worry about it. It's, um, it's got, uh... <laughs> It rattles. Uh, these these are my um, these are my little slightly green pills. They're fantastic. They get they get rid of all kinds of uh, aches and pains. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, What's what are the directions? Uh, um, directions. You swallow them. Yeah, like how many do I take? Oh. <laughs> uh. I, uh, you have you you say you have uh, a stuffy head. Uh, yeah, one should do it. Okay, I'll buy one. Thank you. Uh huh. Okay. I don't I don't know what uh, what concoction yeah, you, or spell or whatever you would compare. You sell to. a single pill. This is yeah. kind of the stuff that sell hangs a single out pill below your level zero because you were doing this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably doesn't work. Or it was the wrong one because it was in the label. Well, I mean, bottle. the refutation isn't great. There's nothing to say the pill doesn't sure. work. It's probably not as effective as its customer hoped. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. Got it. Also, there was the whole thing with. The I, stick I think the first. stick is really what killed it. <laughs> the stick is the stick sells. Good it, job yeah. inventing the grossest version of Q-tips, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was really upset. <clears throat> yeah, like. <laughs> That's horrible. But all right, that's uh, that's Vons' week. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, one last thing. Uh, uh, yeah, Ericene, you get back from your your day that you have had. Which day that I've had? Uh, this is the one before you start doing the, the, yeah, the before you start the doing thing? the job. Okay. This is your your middle day. Uh, you get a note from Vons, I believe, that says something. Or did you did you rat Ericene about money, or did you just rat Clitz about how does accounting work? Oh my goodness, I'd have to go back and review. I feel like uh, I certainly sent something to Clitz, and I sent I, I, something I, to Clive. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. The uh, the thing where you said money help question mark. I was thinking it went to Ericene, but nope, it went to uh, Clitz. Oh, I remember that. I now. intended to speak to Ericene directly, and I. Okay. I don't uh, remember why that didn't happen. Where do you go to find Ericene? Um, you, you do know that Ericene tends to stay at the Nipper. Yeah, yeah, I know that. That's that's exactly what I was searching my memory for. Um, yeah, so I would, I imagine Vons would go there and look for her, and if he doesn't see her, he'd ask around. Okay. Um, now the nipper. Did you do that on the first day? Yeah, this is on day two of the montage, the first day after the date day. Ericene's not around. Yeah, you were busy. You weren't there. When, when you're asking around, you do find Tilia. Uh, I haven't seen Ericene that often lately. I could like pass a message on next time I see her. Um, remind me. Uh, uh is Tilia? Tilia among is... the wealthy and tall people in the community. She is an elm. Oh, she's so not tall. She is wealthy. Okay. Not cool. that wealthy. The adjective. <laughs> right. Uh, she's affluent. Yes. But she's short. Okay. 
Yeah, she's a good um, person to send a message, or you can leave a message just at the nipper properly. Right. Okay. So Vaughn's uh, feels comfortable with her, but wary because of her wealth. Right. Um, but but you spent some time with her. You've seen her get smashed. Like there's been a certain level of vulnerability. Okay. Okay. Sort of. Cool. So yeah, Vaughn's is comfortable leaving a message with her and telling her, "Yeah, could you ha- could you have Ericene, uh get to actually? I'll I'll be around too. I'll, I'll be visiting. I, I need to I need to talk to her and." Uh, Vons is just a little bit of wary, a little bit wary about sending rats that contain actual like financial information. So he he would rather have these conversations in person. Okay, I'll let her know that you were looking for and seen. Okay, cool. So that was Vons's uh, first week. Second up on the docket is wealthy. How you spending your time? Like I said, I'm I'm um, learning my new job and uh, spending my evenings at uh, at the university checking out this wand. Um, I don't know if I run into. Pro- I'm I'm hoping to run into Professor Jenkins and let him know that I need a little bit of help with this since I need somebody to cast identify on it and I don't have identify. Okay, so you're doing wand research. You already did a chunk of it already. Um, I think you're kind of at the point where you need to do identify. I had identified that it is definitely a, a wand of magic missile. Um, I don't know the command word, and I need somebody to cast identify on it so that we can find out what the command word is. Don't you know identify? Did I make that up? Nope, I do not have have identify. In that case, yeah, uh, Jenkins is a good person to go to. Alvin or May might know it. Um, but Jenkins is easily your easiest person to both track down and ask for this sort of thing. It's pretty Especially trivial. now that May and Alvin have jobs. Yeah, it's a, that's actually a problem for you, too, because it means that you're not free. Or you start early, so you get off in the mid-afternoon. So I think you kind of, you know, you're still kind of, or you've been doing office work, so you're not nearly as dirty and grimy as tired as you might have been otherwise. But, um, although I think, yeah, because Greg said he kept you in the office. So, yeah, okay. uh, you're able to go down in the late afternoon and find Jenkins at his office in the university. Hi, Professor Jenkins. <laughs> and now you've forgotten Professor Jenkins. Jenkins' voice. Yep. Because <laughs> I can't sound old. I've tried before. <laughs> can only be crotchety about things. Cannot actually get the waiver going. Oh, hello, wealthy. Uh, what can I do for you? It's not um, Saturday. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I'm doing some research on a. Um, uh, and I bring it out and set it on the desk in front of him on this uh, um, wand that I uh, uh, came across. And um, I've done a lot of research on it, and I see that it's a wand of magic missile. But uh, I don't know the command word, and it didn't exactly come with any instructions. So I need somebody to cast Identify on it, because I don't have Identify as a spell. Oh, well, I could certainly do that. Uh, the one problem is that he's checking the book to make sure they get this right. Uh, yeah, the problem here is that we're going to need a pearl worth uh, 100 gold. Which I do not have. Due to the vagaries of magic is not that hard on this city because pearls are expensive, but you know. Do you have Do you have a pearl? Because I, I can get you 100 gold to pay for it. Yeah, that would that would be best. It's a little hard to justify an expense like this for someone who is a wonderful alumni, but no longer a student. <laughs> I understand. Thank you very much. So do you cough up? Yes. Um, I will send a rat um, to my 
um, money house wherever I keep okay. my money, and I will have them um, send back the equivalent of a hundred gold. Yeah, you can fit ten. You can fit ten platinum, right? <laughs> Let's see. So, yeah, because you had money from your previous adventure, and you didn't spend oh, yeah. much of it. So, I think you have a hundred. Um, oh, I have eight hundred and seventy-four now. You don't get to count the money from Erisine because you haven't gotten it yet. Oh, okay. Well, I still have enough money. Yeah. I'm down um, to 374. Okay. So yeah, uh, mark 100 of that off your sheet. Will do. And Jenkins knows the spell and preps it every day because he is a teacher. <laughs> Spends a lot of time doing that and it would make sense that you have an extra slot. So why not? So you get your Wand of Magic Missile identified. Wealthy, roll a D100 for me. Oh my god. Um, 38. Uh, yeah, so this is a fairly powerful wand. It looks like it's been um, heavily used. Normally these things come with around 50 charges when you make them. They're, they take a lot of time, so you tend to put a lot of energy into them and have it be stored. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has 19 of those charges left. Um, it does use magic missile, and it's moderately powerful, especially for a wand. But uh, the command word is Fizzwiggins. Could you spell that for me too, sir? F-I-Z-W-I-G-G-I-N-S. Okay, just like you would think. Um, Probably right. human. We tend to yeah. do shit like this. <laughs> or at least some of us. Okay. You spend a lot of time doing serious work. You tend to make the command word silly to kind of make up for it. Um, can you Can you tell how old it is? Based on the way this is constructed. I mean, everyone kind of has their own pattern, but, you know, certain things have come into vogue and certain things have fallen out of fashion. It looks like this is about... I put this at about 50 years ago. This was about where things were at. This is what was kind of falling out of fashion when I was in school. So, fairly old. Um, it could also be that someone kind of old-fashioned was making it more recently. But I would put the... Uh, the person who learned the magic was probably, they learned it 50 years ago, and then they probably made it, given especially that it's been used, I'd put it at at least 30 years, 30 okay. to 50, but uh, a little hard to tell. Okay, that sounds good. Certainly not ancient, and certainly not pre-launch. Okay. Um, is there anything else that, that you notice about it? I mean, nothing in particular, except, do you know why it has, has some pits on it, and Almost looks like it had like something corrosive happen to it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, th there there may have been um, these uh, barnacle creatures that had uh, tongues that were acidic. Oh, you only got this after you basically <laughs> made the thing explode. So, yeah. Um. Oh, that's terrifying. Is that part of your new job or? Yeah the the whole day. Um, well, not part of, but definitely because of. It's other duties as a side. <laughs> Interesting. You'll have to tell me more about that. Uh, I would be happy to. Yeah. Um, alright, so that actually happens fairly quickly. That's like the first half of your week. Assuming you're okay with that scene ending there. Uh, yeah, that, that's fine. Um, um, so you have some time to do more research. If you'd like. Uh, yeah. You have your normal Saturday date with Alvin and Amaya. 
I have, um, I have to, I'm starting to research a new, uh, spell for, um, leveling up. So, um, I'm looking around and trying to figure out what I'm going to do and, um, what I'm going to put in my spell book. Okay. Um, make an intelligence check for me, please. 16. Okay. Um, so you're doing your research, you're finding things in the library. You have read magic already. With that roll, you can choose one level two spell from your standard wizard spell list. And you have found it, you still need to learn it. Right. However, you do also run into Jenkins again. Oh! At the library. Hi, Professor. Oh! Oh, hello. Um, Jenkins is with... You'd guess she's another student? He's clearly helping her find something. Uh, make an intelligence check too nine yeah that, that was mostly like you didn't hear enough of the conversation as you walked up or at least what you heard you didn't weren't able to put together into really what she's looking for you haven't met her before but that's not surprising since you don't actively go here anymore and uh-huh. this is one of those people that i think when wealthy sees her is when you have the slow motion pan and fucking jazz starts playing and there's some <laughs> soft focus <laughs> Uh, I, I would never, I would never <laughs> complicate Wealthy's love life any more than it already is. Why would I do that? Um, yeah. Uh, so everybody think- gets gets really soft focus. I uh, pupils get really large. There are stars in everybody's eyes. Say, young, you'd guess half elf. The human to half elf spectrum, especially, is pretty hard to judge along past a certain point. But you, you guess half elf. Uh, Long brown hair, or what you assume is long. It's tied up in a bun, except for some bangs hanging out. Um, glasses. Oh, God. Kind of got a sweater vest collar thing going on and a long dress. Um, r- real hot librarian, hot student vibes. <laughs> I, I cannot quote the entire song, but it's definitely stacked and curved in all the right places. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Um <laughs> So, after that uh, scene ends, <laughs> or after that pan ends... Choir of angels. Yeah, kinda. Oh, um, I suppose you two probably haven't met. No. No, uh, we haven't. <laughs> uh, Julia, this is one of my former students, Wealthy. Wealthy, this is Julia. Um, Julia was doing some research in the library, and on kind of a bit of an obscure topic... So I was trying to help out. And I look at Julia and I say, and um, what topic is that? If you don't mind my asking. Oh, well, I'm kind of a non-traditional student. So I was trying to learn some more about potions, kind of the the spectrum of potions. I, I know a lot about alchemy, but I don't know a lot about like the actual spell infusing of potions, so I was trying to learn some more about that, and um, yeah, just really new at the whole magic thing, and apparently I got myself in a little over my head, based <laughs> on these books. Uh, yes, the library can't be overwhelming. Yeah, um, do you know a lot about magic? I, I graduated, yes, so... And she was um, one of my best students, so yes. Okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I know. Most 
Uh, Shut uh, up, Jenkins. everybody. I'm... No, no, no. That wasn't <laughs> laughing at you. That was laughing at the fact that Jenkins rolled a 19 on his wisdom check to guess what might be going on at Wealthy Zed right now. Uh. <laughs> I was expecting him to fail. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Jenkins is the cool professor. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, kn- I know a little bit and, um, you know, well, I know a lot. I haven't put a lot of it into, into, uh, uh, actual, you know, doing anything. I've, I've shot magic missile a couple of times and done a spider climb, but, you know, it's just kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of boring. Oh, I mean, that's more can I, than I can do. Um, well, so, could you maybe show walk Julia through some of the books. I do have to get back to my office. Um, you should. I, I would be happy to show Julia around the library. <laughs> Jenkins fails his charisma check. He is blatantly lying. <laughs> but, and I, that's why you son of a bitch. <laughs> Julia doesn't say anything. <laughs> um, so you said you'd be happy to help out? I would be happy to help. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. And... As long as you're willing to have her around, uh, Julia's going to basically be in one of the study corrals with you and asking questions and all that. Okay. So I'm looking for my next spell, which I'm looking at my list of possibilities and I'm not having, I'm not seeing anything that, that tickles me. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you can also put that towards, basically you can put that level of success towards finding something different next week. Um, you basically start spilling over into the one additional spellbook I have on hand. If you get a slightly higher level of success, or you can, or you can look for um, a level one spell that's a little more exotic. Okay, I'll look at level one spells too. I will send you this list at some point, but I'm just going to read okay. it out. Um, so, as part of kind of instead of going for one of the spells of like the maximum thing you can know, I think especially because you're helping Julia out. Mm-hmm. You spend some time reading through a few more kind of... Uh, Elementary. And more like bibliography isn't quite the right word, but like overviews of spells. Mm-hmm. And you get a little deeper than you normally do. So here's the list. Exciting listening, I know. Real sorry. Um, and I'll, if you decide that one of these probably sounds good, I will send you the list after okay. the game. And the information as I can get it out. Okay, so... Uh, we're pulling from the Elemental Spells book by James M. Ward and Jason Vay, which is still by Troll Order Games. And we have Airstrike, Cube of Fire, Kerwin Symbol, Dry, Fresh Spring Water, Heated Dagger, Lesser Combustion. Oh god, this name is good. Malcolm's Audacious Attack, <laughs> Reflect Missiles, Shield of Mist, Steam Spray, Strike Slash Counter Strike, as one thing, um, Stunning Burst, Summon Tiny Air Elemental, and then there's also Fire and Water variations of that spell, Tressox Ward, and Water Dart. Yeah, there's a couple in there. Go ahead and send me the send it to send me the list after, and um, there's a couple in there that sound really interesting. All right, and uh. So that kind of solves your research, and what do you do about this whole Julia situation? 
I go ahead and ask her uh, if she um, has any plans for Fantasy Wednesday. The one that just happened or the next one? The one, guess, the next one. Or I guess actually at the end of this week, you're pretty much there. So I think that would be the last day of your week. Yeah, I'm, I'm at Saturday. I'm on, it's Saturday right now. So mm, that's true. Um, and Fantasy Wednesday seems to be date night. So yeah, there's lots of, uh, you know, extended happy hours. It's great. Um, so yeah. I ask her. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm free. Sure. Um, would you uh, like to let, join me and, and some friends down at uh, the dumpster in the Warrens? I, I've never been, but sure, yeah. There okay. is nervous brushing of the hair behind the ear <laughs> on her part. <laughs> um. ah, yes! <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I'd love to um, do that. Then I'll, I'll see you there around sunset? Um, sure. Are you here at the library any other days? Uh, I'm generally here most days. Um, after work, yeah. Oh, when do you get off work? Work, get off work. I get off a, a around uh, 3.30, and I'm usually here by 4. I, I, I grab something to eat on the way here. Oh, great. I can't, I'm not here every day at that time or anything, but I'll, I'll Well, I'm out. always in the same corral, so why don't you, just, you, you can feel free to, feel free to drop by anytime. <laughs> I'll be happy to help. I, I will. Thank you. Cool. So okay. that was pretty much your week. Yep. Um, technically, Fantasy Wednesday is the start of the next week of the montage. So we will do that then. Next up, Grix. How are you spending your montage? In so I'm continuing my research. Okay. Uh, your research into spells in general. Yes. I need to check something for you because I realized I did not make you do something I think you have to kind of do first. Uh-oh. Rub my stomach, pat my head. You have to pay a minor membership fee now. Oh! I'm kidding. It's a fucking... It's like the only university library. It's slightly confusing that you're here because it's a subject matter library rather than the university's more general research library. But not uh -huh. no one's kicking you out or anything. You can do whatever the fuck you want. There's like three libraries on the fucking arcs. Like, <laughs> they're all <Sure>. public. <laughs> and then there's douchebags also like Erosine's Grand father who have massive private libraries they don't care <laughs> also grix has that whole thing where he just uh he just walks into places and like just goes and does his thing yeah for sure and people are like who's that i don't know uh, don't worry about it yeah so he's got a toolbox he must be you know yeah, <laughs> okay so uh you have a problem uh-oh you don't know read magic last time i checked that's correct. That is that is accurate. And you need that to learn spells from other sources like this. Oh, so do I need a person to teach me? That would be ideal. Okay, so I need a person to first teach me to uh, read magic. Yeah. All right. Damn, you know, I had read magic, and then I crossed it off and took color spray instead. And color spray has done so well for you. Color spray is a yeah. great fucking spell, unfortunately. It's a great spell if I use it right thing with no eyes <laughs> it just keeps every i i think that every time that he's cast it it has been useless. like yeah yeah useless so, yeah, you don't get to that many fights and I, I do think one time someone like succeeded their saving throw or whatever um but anyway um yeah so you need to learn uh, okay 
Yeah, I'm gonna. In that case, I'm going to. Uh, whew, how am I gonna do this? <laughs> Although apparently, Lucius technically have spellbooks, so this is fun. <laughs> but yeah, you figured all the stuff out on your own, so I think all of the notation is your own and wouldn't actually make sense to a trained magic user. It's all like you know. Think about that one time in the autumn, but like spicy, and then that causes yeah. dancing lights for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in that case, uh, read magic. The wizard spell and read magic, the illusionist spell, are they fundamentally different? I mean, I know that I cast magic differently, but... For someone teaching you, I think you would need to find the read magic spell in the library, Uh or on a scroll or something, but... Actually, you know, the illusionist spell is slightly different. You need to find an illusionist. Okay, fuck. Because uh, if the classes are divided, I would assume they just think about things differently. And I could definitely see read magic being accomplished in a very different way between yeah, those two yeah, that, that's very disciplines. Fair. Okay, in that case, I will approach the uh, the library uh, help desk and I will say, um, excuse me, uh, I... Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, do, you, uh, do you all uh, know of any, uh, any uh, illusionists here at the university who could uh, be open for some private tutoring? So, Aaron. Uh-huh. Welcome to being the poor sap who got the research desk today. Um, yeah. And also, describe the person who Grix is going to go see. <laughs> so, so, so basically, you as the research librarian are recommending someone to Grix. So you get to both do that fantastic voice and then also, um, you know, trace out the kind of person Grix is going to go see. Um... Yeah, um, so, yeah, there's, like, one illusionist, uh, professor that we have on staff, um, she doesn't do, like, a ton of, um, of, of, like, office hours or anything, because she's usually, like, working her normal job, um, but if you go see, uh, um, her name is... Ashley mm-hmm. Hell Helen <laughs> Ashley Helen and Ashley Helen and um in this and she like describes the building she's like in the in this building and um uh she's a human you can find her in office number uh f- five Soar four five four three and um yeah she's um she's not there all the time but if you leave her a message on her door she's pretty good at ratting people back like easily um good luck <laughs> all right ashley helen the illusionist in office the illusionist professor who's apparently an adjunct <laughs> if i had to guess <laughs> Sounds like it, yeah. In Office 543. Glad we've established the arcs as a continual capitalist hell. <laughs> <laughs> With a few valiant social services trying their best. Trying so hard. All right. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, I will, uh, yeah, if someone's really busy, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll go and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go to Office 543 and uh, if nobody's there, I'll, I'll uh, I don't mind. I'll I'll sit around and wait for a while. Okay. Um, lost that die. 
Okay. Um, it's about your third hour, and Oof. did you do this after okay. work? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so. I'm not skipping work. No, no, I know. It was more did you wait for although it's hard to find professors on the weekend. Um because they're off partying, <laughs> as professors do. Or like maybe I pop in a couple of times yeah. uh like during the day. Okay, I'll say this is a this is your third try. Um Got it. And you you find that the door is not open open, but you know, partially open in a way that would indicate that you can sure. turn in. And yeah. I uh, I knock a bunch and uh, slowly open the door. Hey, uh, hello. Ian tries really hard to not use the same voice for all of their characters <laughs> who are academics, and so it's taking a second here. Do they want to attempt the Bob voice? No. 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 I think that this has to be like somewhat. That this has to be like a human woman who's who's just like the sort of like harried, constantly busy academic who's like, yeah, yeah. What's yeah? What 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 do you, what do you need? I like yeah, keep this one pretty plain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi. Who are you? I. Uh, hi. I'm. Uh, I'm. I mean, how can I help? I guess. Hi. 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 I'm Grix. I'm uh I'm with engineering uh ma- ma- maintenance uh oh I'm a I'm an illusionist and uh, I heard that uh you are as well and uh, yeah. I wanted to see if uh, I could uh, hire you for some uh, some private tutoring. Grix, make a wisdom check or an intelligence check. And I smile real big. Okay, and a charisma check then. So choose wisdom or intelligence. Roll one of them and then roll charisma. Well, I'm definitely not choosing wisdom. How dare you! Uh, so my intelligence check was a 23. She it. And my, nope, that cocked. Cacked. My charisma check was a little lower with a 12. 12. 12. But but that's a primary attribute for you, yeah? Both of those are primary attributes. Excellent. Um, all right. Cool. Um, yeah, with those results, uh. She's looking at you for a second. That that intelligence check was to realize that you'll you'll probably actually you'll probably figure it out later. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got myself flustered. Uh, first, this person looks you know flustered, which you and kind of like come on, come on, come on was the vibe you're already getting. Um, yeah, the look she gives you triggers you to go. Why would someone give me that look rather than intuiting it? And you kind of do the Sherlock stan- scan and use your int and realize that that look came after the phrase private tutoring and that you think you're pretty sure your your human sexual mores are pretty not great relatively uh-huh. speaking but yeah you're pretty sure this is a very attractive human so uh maybe private tutoring has been used in ways that she did not appreciate in the past but you also passed your charisma check so that look only lasts a short amount of time it also helps that you are a very trustworthy looking person, it seems like. Um, yeah, I got a clipboard. <laughs> and not only that, but you're you're on the dog side of Kobold, so. Yeah, mm. I'm cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I'm not particularly cheap, is that okay? I, I, uh, I mean, well, uh, you seem to be the only one that I've come across, so uh, um, it seems like a seller's market. That's fair. Um, it should only take a couple of sessions to teach you read magic specifically. 
Fantastic. Uh, she... And I might need some help after that with like uh, the, like speeding up my my learning. Yeah, yeah, it can it can be ongoing. Um, Sweet. She rattles off a list of times that are inconvenient for you, but not impossible. Okay. Um, I choose the ones that she would like the least, like the ones latest in the day, the ones earliest in the day. It, not not on purpose, but just right. because that's how it works out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you you get your tutoring arranged, and let's see, you can now learn read magic. Um, so yeah, I think the thing that takes a while is uh, yeah, normally it would take a day. It takes you about three longish sessions over the next weekish with um. Like, I think you have your last one. It might technically fall into next week, but you figure out read magic and you get it. You get yourself mm. learned. Book um, learning. Yeah, because you can't do it full time, essentially, and she's not available on the weekend. But cool. So that is your How month. much did that cost? Uh, an amount of money. Sweet. Um, I'm going to say it was... Oh, man. Grix loves exchanging uh, money for goods and services. I'm going to say it was five gold a tutoring session, so 15 gold total. The last thing I want to do is uh, write a uh, a help wanted ad um, for a, uh, a a messenger rat to have on call. Not exactly a private messenger rat, but um, like the rat will come by and check in a couple times during the day, see if I need correspondence, mm-hmm. and also... A rat that is uh, bold and uh, uh, brave, uh, and might be willing to go into tunnels sometimes. Oh, you mean like the deep tunnels? Uh, to take messages. What's that? You mean like the deep maintenance tunnels, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then take messages back out if if stuff goes wonky. Okay. Can I ask, as the GM, what you're thinking? Well, we spend a lot of time looking for messenger rats. Um, so having one, being able to say to you, I send my messenger rat yeah. versus I go wander the hallway looking for a rat. Also, when we go dungeon delving, it might be handy to have a friend who, you know, if we're going to spend two days down there and go like, oh shit, maybe this would be a great time to have. Yeah. They could even like ride, tell, tell people stuff. Ride with you. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. And then also maybe, you know, build a bond and have a have a little messenger rat friend who comes with me on adventures would be cool. Yeah. Not, you know, not a familiar, but... Because I cast find familiar. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm, a, I'm an illusionist, so I'm I can't... I'm giving you shit. It's fine. Um, okay. No. Yeah. No, that's cute. I like it. And last but not least, uh, Erosine. Uh-huh. The first half day you spend on that thing on day three succeeds. On day three, yeah, succeeds. Um, it's Spoilers! not really. Gonna... <laughs> it's not going to really change. You didn't spend that much time doing that, so I'm just going to say that you you spent the time you did, and probably gave you more details than I would have otherwise. I'll try to figure out additional bits you could learn. Well, my thought is like I probably would have still gone to like just keep an eye. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Even after finding out the thing that I specifically wanted to know, I still probably would have gone just to like keep an eye out because I am, you know, always very worried. Uh, yeah. And I promised that I would take okay. care. So, um, yeah. And I guess so you do all that. See our other episode listeners. Don't worry. 
It's only one more week before Erisene. One more week-ish before Erisene shows back up. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, um, everyone who is not Erisene, make a wisdom check. I rolled a 16, add the 3, that puts me to 19. I got a 3. Okay. Uh, 14. Wolfie? 14. <laughs> Vons. Did you roll a zero? Oh, that's right. You have a negative to wisdom. Rolled a one. It got a minus one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Vons. Mm-hmm. So, you know that you wanted Erisene to come talk to you. You've probably swung by the nipper a few times. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Erisene at all in a week or heard back from her or anything like that. And, uh, when you run into Jaspar and Ortilia, they also haven't seen Erisene for, like, a week. <laughs> and are getting uh, increasingly concerned about that. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, that does sound concerning. Uh, who else do I know in that area? Uh, Green works up in the um, occasionally yeah. fancier part of town. And Green does know who Erisene is. So you could check with her, too. Right. And uh, Green would also probably know if there were something else funny going on. Um, all right, um, so you... Or at least like a somewhat surface level understanding if there were something big, I imagine. Right. So you go find Green too? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go look up Green and uh, see if Green has any awareness. Okay, do you go see her in person or do you just send a rat? Vons doesn't feel like he can wait for a rat. Okay. Rats are pretty easy to find, but yeah, you'd have to wait for the response time, too. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, I forgot to mention, um, Klitz does get back to you with a mildly confused message, because you said money help, please, but gave you a time and a date that will be in the second week for meeting up and figuring out. He puzzled it out. He's pretty sure you're trying okay. to hire him, so... Yeah, you'll get that starting to get set up. But you go find Green. Um, I think you end up tracking Green down at the Order of the Lily. So, okay. um, yeah, there's a lot of people in nice armor, really well put together, who are all looking at this fox folk who looks like they run through wet leaves instead of showering. Uh, and I um, think this uh, you know big dragonborn steps up, like at the door and not in a super threatening way, just like, can we help you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 uh, I don't. I don't usually want to bother anyone at work, but I have a friend who's gone missing. Maybe I just want to know if anybody's seen her around. Is your friend one of ours who is missing? Because I don't believe anyone is missing. Well, no, no, not not one of yours. One of uh, but but she gets around. People know her. Okay. Uh, do, do you know Erosine? Have you have you met her before? <laughs> she one of those Mayfinwees. She is right. Yeah, that that's her last name. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. Yes, but does does Vons know that? I don't know if Vons knows. I that. I could see Vons knowing uh, it as like a you know passive comprehension thing rather than like he couldn't actively recall it but if said he could go oh yeah oh, okay this is, this yeah, is he's, he's probably yes. <laughs> right uh vons um, is probably going to like yeah well she's one of those rich elf people yeah um yeah Mayfinwees, right i, I believe yeah. she was at a party i guarded once but 
don't. That sounds like her. Fair. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't know if she was missing or not. Wisdom check. <laughs> Were you perhaps trying to find someone specific here to ask? Well, I I did want to I did want to talk to my friend Green. Um, she might she might have an an, an idea, but because uh, because she knows her. I didn't roll something fun. All right. Um, Big Dragonborn says, uh, all right, wait here one second. And goes back and you hear a call out for, you know, green. And the other person at the door kind of shows you into a front room. It's a waiting room. There's benches. It's nice. And green comes out. Oh, hi. What's going on? Uh, hi. I'm, I'm sorry to bother you at work. Um... But you, you know air scene, right? It's okay. I was just shining my breastplate. It's kind of boring. Oh, it, very, very shiny. Yeah. Well, she's not actually wearing it right now. She's wearing like the padding you wear under um, plate armor. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. So, but uh, but Vaughn's awkwardly looks in that direction anyway, catches himself and uh, tries oh. not to make a thing um, out of it. Um, yeah. So what's going on? Sorry. Well, you, you know, you know, air scene, right? The yeah. tall one. Yeah. Um, you really got to get over that. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a long time. Oh, how long? Like a week. And I've, well, it, it wouldn't be a thing, but I've been looking for her. Oh, that seems bad. Um, I, I haven't seen her, unfortunately. No? Um, Do you realize it's probably not what you wanted to hear? Well, I'm still glad I'm talking to you. If you happen to hear something and maybe maybe put out uh put out some feelers for her maybe um you could let me know uh, yeah i can do that i'll see what we find out asking out defended dolls people all that we get around enough hopefully we'll turn her up yeah okay um i appreciate it uh yeah. vons doesn't have any other information to go on right just no just erisine is not responsive and hasn't been seen she's not here nobody's heard anything all right uh and I think Vons will uh, will hedge his bets and send a rat anyway, because um, it's been a minute. So send a rat to Erisine. Like what's what's the harm? Like there's a the rats know where just about everybody is most of the time. So. Right. So try to send a rat to Erisine and probably ask her confirmation of receipt. Yeah. Costs like um, a few copper extra. It's not a big deal. Um, sure. Okay. So you send that out and. Uh, the confirmation of receipt you get is from the Nipper and not Ericene. Hmm. And that's where we will wrap our episode. Dun dun dun. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, find us at Facebook.com slash primary attribute pod or on Twitter at prime attribute or at primary attribute.tumblr.com for every single one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by me. Thanks, me. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. 
think I'm moving Cure Light Wounds to level 2, but you do already know it. You don't have to relearn it or anything. Um, Swung Gold is really fucking cheap for Cure Light Wounds potion. I could see that working as like a character mechanic in learning how to do something. The things that the character produces become easier and cheaper to produce over time. I'm shoving you the opposite direction in this case. Um, Or... Because especially with a, a four-week montage, you could make yeah dozens of cure light wounds potions, and the party would never have to worry about healing again. Oh, that's the that is very much the other direction. You you butt. Okay. Griggs is just running around with a uh, one of those uh, sports hats with the, uh, <laughs> the, the two beer slots on each side. Yeah. Except it's cure light wounds potions, <laughs> and also a camelback. Just juiced up, ready to go. 